Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Wow! Hello and welcome to the Abroad in Japan podcast, probably the best way of learning about life in Japan without actually being in Japan. I'm your host Chris Broad and we're joined as always by England's top Japan enthusiast, Mr. Pete Donaldson himself, back from his travels around Europe. Mm. Pete, how you doing? What's going on? Put your hands on the car and prepare to die. Um, I'm Pete Donaldson and this <laughs> is the Abroad in Japan podcast. Um, I, um, do you remember that guy who was, um, I think he was some kind of BBC producer, uh, he looked after the kind of natural world uh, stuff uh, on uh, documentaries and that yeah David Attenborough's uh, uh, a caper uh, his producer his exec producer senior producer mm. and confidant um, was caught mm. in this kind of like insipid rage on the roads uh, where he uh, where he tried to um, basically grab a driver and tell him to put his hands on the car and prepare to die um, it's he, he sort of he sort of was trying to do like a citizen's arrest because he was so angry about what this man did but he kind of got so flustered that he said, put your hands on the car and prepare to die. My favourite bit of <laughs> my favourite bit of insipid, angry male rage. It really was good stuff. <laughs> that, I mean, did he get punished for this? I think he must have done. Because it was all caught on camera. The, uh, the, the man who was getting molested <laughs> by the, the exec producer, his, uh, his wife was, uh, was filming at the time. But I, it's just a lovely bit of... A man so angry, he can't quite get his words out correctly. Uh, I've not got that excuse this week. I'm just a little tired. Came back from Belgrade late last night. Air Serbia had us sat on the tarmac for for a couple of hours, which is a bit tedious. But uh, yeah, we got there in the end. It was uh, it was a lot of fun. If you are in that area. If you're travelling from America, if you're travelling from uh, the, the west of Europe, I heartily recommend it. The food is excellent. The prices are affordable. And uh, they spent a lot of money on uh, the waterfront in Belgrade. And, uh, yeah, really, really good stuff. What goes on? I mean, what go, this is one of those on, countries man. you don't really hear about much, for the most part. Serbia, right? It kind of mm. goes under the radar. I don't know if we have any Serbian listeners. If we do, yeah. Hello. It's, it's yeah. not just Swedish listeners. It's, it's, there's more. <laughs> well, <laughs> like, yeah. Uh, I mean, what goes on there? I mean, it's kind of like, it's. I, I don't think it's um, uh, particularly well off, but I think money is flooding into the uh, I- into the state. But um, yeah, just a, just a really, really fun kind of, you know, obviously um, part of the, the former Yugoslavia and uh, went to a couple of, uh, obviously where Nikola Tesla, who's a American, um, yeah, uh, yeah. American Serbian bloke, who uh, yeah, he, he we, we went to a couple of um, 
sort of ex-Yugoslavia um, museums, which is very interesting. I do like the kind of design uh, uh, that, that, that sort of was very popular at the time. Um, I was very taken with this uh, sort of robot that could do the timetable <laughs> that they'd made in uh, in Serbia, <laughs> in, in Yugoslavia back in the day. And and, and the the bloke who, who ran uh, the, the, the place, uh, Tito, he, there was a museum kind of, like, um, dedicated to him. And uh, oh, they, they love, like, I don't know what it is about people who run countries around that way. Mm. They do love a gift. So, like, a lot of, like, the, 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 the uh, communist museum was just, like, just gifts that people have given to you over the over the years and it was just really funny stuff it was just really like um the, the, what, like what? just well like dignitaries would come over and they'd give them the key to los angeles or the key to Ooh. egypt or the key to this and you know Ooh. selassie was a big fan and and it's just kind of like it, it's just weird sort of seeing all these like odd gifts that people have been handed over and and i'm a big fan of 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 sort of 70s 80s tech and just seeing some of this kind mm. of like pre breakup of Yugoslavia Slavia tech, radios, um, phones, uh, you know, primitive computing systems and stuff, like, it, all gifted. Like, the, the first one that came off the uh, assembly line in these factories would always be gifted to Tito. Mm. And it was just, it was just really, really interesting to see. So uh, yeah, he was, was the dictator. He was the head. The he, was, he was the head of yeah. the of, of the place at the time. But yeah, um, really fun, really, really fun. So well done, well done, Belgrade for being so much fun. <laughs> What was and you flew Air Serbia, I did which I imagine Air is Air. still better than British Airways. Um, it, it, it was a good, yeah, no, it's nice. It's a nice little. Well, it is if you don't book uh, completely the <laughs> wrong um, plane back. Uh, I, I booked my. <laughs> I, I was supposed to be going Thursday to Sunday. I actually booked my flight Thursday to September the twelfth for some bloody reason. <sighs> so uh, I, I wondered why uh, my, my flight looked a little bit funky. But we got home after spending an ungodly <laughs> amount of money on uh, an extra flight. Uh, and everyone's safe. Oh, and I had this pizza, right? That they've got this pizza there that um, they're <laughs> just covering what it can only be described as Campbell's soup. It's like like a thick what the fuck? Campbell's creamy soup because you like like um, the Balkans, like the, the, their their cuisine is very meaty, very cabbagey. Mm. A lot of um, cucumbers Goulash. getting involved. A lot of cucumbers getting involved, and uh, and and they're big on cream. They just like putting cream in everything. And there's this kind of like pizza with um, this. It, it, it did feel like a mushroom, a Campbell's mushroom soup, but it was very delicious. Very delicious. Oh. Can't heartily recommend pizza with a thick, creamy mushroom soup on the top. <laughs> oh my lord! Well, it sounds pretty cool. Yeah, it's a shame you didn't film it. This would have been like a really good vlog, like yeah. to see you walking around a country that most Not people don't Belgrade. get to see or just never set foot in. I think it could yeah, be yeah. good. Oh, cheers, mate! Could fill the void. And 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 a lot of the um, uh, from the, the hotel window, you could see all of these um, nightclubs, and they're all on like on the Danube. They're they're, they're all these nightclubs, mm. and they're on rafts basically. Um, so they've got a big one. One's oh, one's wow. called like one's named after Frank Zappa with a big picture of Frank Zappa on the front, and uh, and and down and and like some of them are more bougie than the others. Some of them are just literally just a, a stinking old raft with with an extra little dance floor sort of thing. And it's really interesting to sort of see, and they make such a cacophony of noise. It's incredible, but. Um, 
they uh, one of them had just sunk. <laughs> one of them had just sunk an, under, an underwater <laughs> nightclub. It was so good, and they're just sort of disassembling. It happened in uh, January, so uh, yeah, it's just a really vibey, interesting time. And I, um, I found uh, Alas's uh, uh, three or four cards. I don't know if she'd been robbed or dropped a bag or whatever, but her, her cards were all over these steps um, uh, one night, and so I found them, and, uh, and I, I googled this woman, and I managed to. I think she's quite a good netball player in in, in right. Serbia so I found this netballists uh, cards and I um, went on Facebook found her three o'clock in the morning sort of so send, send like basically took a picture of the cards and went look I've got your cards uh, if you want them back three thousand pounds no uh, <laughs> if you want them back um, I'm going to be here till Sunday and she obviously on Facebook I'm just a random so I'll probably just go into the random fucking uh, hall mm-hmm. of someone's Facebook thing but if she ever finds them I basically film myself Put hiding her cards in a derelict, burnt-down building. Oh my we god! <laughs> which, which is, sounds like more of a threat than it was. But I just couldn't be asked to sort of go into uh, the only shop that was near close to us was literally a, 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 a house of ill repute, so to speak, a strip club. Um, uh, so I didn't really want to walk into a strip club. Going, can you what keep one of these cards, the please? I don't know where the police are for crying out loud. Oh, I might see, be, I might literally... be indicted in, in whatever crime that meant, meant that her that's true. Her cards were out on the street but i like to think i did a good deed but i did a weird deed at the same time i think that i don't know if we could call that a good deed no it's a weird like making her credit cards into some sort of desperate treasure (laughs) it wasn't a credit it wasn't i wouldn't have done it if it was a credit card they were just like right look like annoyingly hard to get hold of uh like student uh cards and i think like a pass for a doctor's uh and just identity cards and stuff it's just a pain in the arse to replace those things isn't it Poor woman. Poor she woman. She's a mess. She's going to be yeah. terrified. I know. They're in the burnt out warehouse. They're in the burnt out warehouse building in Belgrade. What the bloody hell. <laughs> well, that sounds way more eventful than my week. Yeah. I've been trying to get Amazon U- We're trying to get Amazon US to get a, like a weird fake version of my book taken down, which we eventually oh, did. Oh, yeah. Somebody, because we haven't, the book wasn't out on Amazon US for a while because mm. we had to get like a book deal over there for legal reasons whatever it happens but somebody screenshotted the front cover of the book mm. and people started buying it and it was it said like a brawn Japan the book from Todd LB or something and uh, somebody sent a, a photo or a video of them receiving my book in quotation marks mm. and uh, they open it up and it's just somebody's got a really shoddy image of the brawn Japan front cover and inside they've just copied and pasted the contents of breastfeeding and how to breastfeed. Whoa. And I don't know why. (laughs) I don't know why. (laughs) That wasn't what I intended. What I love... I mean, maybe you should... Sounds like that's what the people want. They've probably done more work. So hang on. So it's your (laughs) book, but inside it's just breastfeeding. Yes. It's it's like a flimsy, crappy, like, photo of my book. Yeah. And you open it up. And it's got like a brawn Japan by Todd LB, and then you flip a page, and it's like breastfeeding. The importance of breastfeeding. <laughs> and it's like yes, some people oh. must be really confused at Something this. For the a sequel. few people bought it, unfortunately. <laughs> Did they? Brilliant. <laughs> they must be so confused getting that on <laughs> on Christmas morning. So, is it all like an ebook version of uh, of your thing? No, that was a real a real what hardback book. What a book. printed a hardback breastfeeding yes. book? And if you somebody think, made this, what this is why you're telling me after it's been taken down because obviously I'm buying that copy. Obviously I am. Chris, what's this all about? Can you sign my book, please? (laughs) Have you got all versions? All versions of the the versions. I like like the one about tits, yeah? (laughs) I like the one about boobies. (laughs)
<laughs> Luckily, we got it taken down. So you oh, can't buy it now. Rubbish. No abroad in Japan breastfeeding spectacular. That'll that's, be right. That's I mean, if, if, and if you think I don't have control of the title of this podcast, the Abronji Man <laughs> Breastfeeding Spectacular is going to be the name of this fucking podcast. No, it's not. <laughs> Good God! Well, we've got a story. <laughs> Moving on from the Breastfeeding Spectacular, yeah. we've got a story from uh, Mushin from Sweden oh. who said, "Hello, piss, uh, hello, piss and Cree." I've Good. done that nice. three times in five years. Yeah. So that's the third time. <laughs> hello, Chris and Pete. In Tokyo, I found myself seated on a crowded train, scrolling through my phone as I glazed at my open YouTube app with a broad Japan, a voice beside me exclaimed, are you a fan too? Oh, surprise. Do you like breastfeeding? Uh, (laughs) Surprised, I turned to see a stranger with a smile, their eyes gleaming with excitement. We bonded instantly, laughing and discussing our favourite episodes, exchanging travel tips and even planning our own adventures in Japan. We ended up drinking that night and playing dumb dare games through nothing more than some flashing uh, what? What? Some, yes, please. Nothing more than some yes, flashing please. Hello. had yes, really good. happened. <laughs> what does that mean? Some I, flashing had really happened I, because uh, we were at an izakaya. Yeah, I don't... Help me Yeah, comprehend. I don't really know, to be honest. I mean, like... <laughs> flashing. I, nothing more than some <laughs> flashing had really happened because we were at an izakaya. Um, I mean, it sounds very much like the breast, uh, the breast spectacular it does sound, is continuing. It really does. It sounds, <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Yeah. There was a large storage closet uh, of the kitchen that had nothing in it, and we were seated around the kitchen table playing. Uh, when she dared me to do a seven minutes in heaven thing in the closet, what the fuck? What? As we were moving, a fishbowl slipped, and I watched in horror as it shattered into a thousand pieces. The sound must have been a magnet for attention, because in a matter of seconds, the closet door swung open. Revealing a bewildered individual staring back at us Dishevelled and caught off guard I blurted out the first thing that came to mind Surprise! I guess we've discovered the latest ocean <laughs> What the fuck? The experience. latest ocean experience <laughs> Oh, de Sardine uh, Care to join? In that moment, amidst the chaos of broken glass and our ridiculous predicament We hoped that our unconventional pitch would bring a smile to their face As panic set in, we exchanged a quick laugh <laughs> What is this? As panic set in, we exchanged a quick glance and made a split-second decision. Without wasting a moment, we darted out of the closet, bolting away from the scene, determined to outrun the potential trouble that loomed if the police were called. With Sincerely, Mushin from Sweden. With what sounds like a dream sequence gone wrong... The, uh, what do you, did you follow that? Because that was the I, most confusing thing I've ever read. Yeah, I mean, and uh, kudos to you uh, to reading it seemingly for the first time. <laughs> I would say, I would say that I've read that once also, and <laughs> all I can um, figure out is I think Mushin is. Uh, so in my mind, is 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 a bloke who uh, has um, is romanced by a lady. They've got thanks yeah, got to thanks to abroad in Japan. They got into a closet to have a little smooch, and then someone smashed a fishbowl, and then then everyone was alerted. Someone opens the cupboard. <laughs> And they're in flagrante. There's a fishbowl smashed on the floor, and they ran away. <laughs> but so, bottom line is, abroad in Japan makes sexy things happen. Uh, fishbowls don't smash them; you kill the fish. And then, <laughs> then, uh, then they ran away. So, look, Mushin and Sreen sounds like he had a great time, and I think Mushin is a boy's name. So, I'm assuming there. 
You're making a lot uh, of assumptions. Yeah, yeah. I think that's a good assumption about what happened. The yeah. more I read it, the more that makes sense. The sexier. It I don't know what I think. I think there was just some exposition missing that made it a little bit confusing. I think they. But I like this idea. <laughs> I think I like they, the fact. <laughs> I think they need to sort of. I think they need to sort of explain that because I, I haven't that done that much smooching in cupboards. More, more the shame uh, me. That's what I would say. So like, I just don't think that. I think they need to explain why they had to jump into a cupboard. You're already in a bar for crying out loud. Um, what what happened to the fish in the fish bowl? Was it an empty fish bowl? Uh, and C, did you pay for your bill at the end? Because at the end of the day, if you're the owner of the Izakaya, some some box just got someone in a cupboard, smashed yeah, something, think- and then ran away <laughs> without paying. So it sounds like think sexy times and crime. Bit. I think that's the bit that confused me. Yeah, there an Izakaya. Mm. Flirting and somehow got into a storage closet of the kitchen without the staff noticing, without yeah. the customers noticing. Yeah, how did they get stuff. in the closet? Gets you know. But how did they do it? How well, is this possible? Know. They just open, open the cupboard door, I suppose, for a little smooch. I mean, or where was the chef? Where was the where person? Was the they chef? go. I'm just going around the corner for a cigarette. Fucking. You never I'll, played I'll the game, Hitman. Don't go in the cupboard. <laughs> you never Don't break the, game the fish bowl. That's what it's all about, <laughs> Hitman. <laughs> this is confusing. But I'm delighted. If this is true, well I'm done. delighted. Through know, the room. power of a Braun Japan on the YouTube yep. app, you bonded True. in a cupboard, yep. smashed a fish fishbowl, and uh, probably scared some locals along the way. <laughs> what a fucking what a head fuck! <laughs> Take us away, Pete. Get us out of this. Yeah. Tell us the news. What's going on in Japan? Speaking of fish, funnily enough. Oh, speaking of fish, you are not going to believe this, uh, Chris. Um, right, the dolphins are attacking. <laughs> we've had monkey attacks. We've had oh, bear no. attacks, and now the dolphins are attacking. You sort of, I think um, there was a temperature in China last week that hit something like 52 degrees, like higher than Jesus. like a three Fahrenheit jump, which is just obscene. Um, and uh, I just think that the dolphins and the fish in general are revolting. Four swimmers have been <laughs> injured in dolphin attacks on a beach in central Japan. One man in his 60s suffered broken ribs and bites to his hands after a dolphin rammed him a few metres off uh, Suishihama. Uh, beach in the town of Mihama, Fukui uh, Prefecture, early on Sunday. Another man in his 40s sustained arm bites in a separate incident on the popular beach the same morning. Two more people were injured by the mammals later uh, in the day. Six dolphin attacks in Fukui this year. Signs have been put up telling swimmers to avoid approaching the mammals because they are fucking hot to trot, baby. (laughs) They are ready to fight and ready to bite. (laughs) And that's the story. Fakui, Fakui <laughs> dolphins, man, stay away from them. Fakui's like a place where all of the animals seem to be revolting. All of the animals seem to be picking up arms and, and attacking their human friends. It was in Fakui where a few years ago we had our beloved, uh, beloved monkey busters story. Yes, where the monkeys were coming down from the yeah. mountains, trashing people's farms, and a group of elderly women got together with BB guns. And decided to shoot the monkeys. Mm. And rec- <laughs> under- <laughs> it's a pretty dubious situation, but anyway. And then, I think last year I read about some swimming, uh, some swimmers in Fukui who came across a giant squid like, right. off the coast. Yeah. And it looked. Uh, I, I looked at it and I thought, I'm not going in the sea ever again. Mm. Like, I don't know if you've seen a giant squid, but they are quite Horrific. possibly the most horrifying creatures you've ever seen and their eyes are really big the way right. their eyes are just really big and uh, <laughs> but now dolphins the friends of the sea yeah. why are they doing this pete what why are they why are they so violent now i don't know i mean there, there was happened? a there was a bottlenose dolphin that had um 
flipped a porpoise into the air, uh, killing it um, <laughs> oh in <gosh>. Cornwall. <laughs> not not uh, not that long ago. I, I just think dolphins are. They, they, I think they're entering there. Remember when the girl out of um, Greece put on a leather jacket and became naughty, and she smoked. She became naughty, lady uh, from Greece. Sandy. 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 Sandy from Greece. I got chills. Uh, I got chills. Not applying. And and she became naughty and she put a, a leather jacket on. Um, I think d- dolphins are entering their leather jacket phase. To be honest, and they're they're kicking off. They better shape up. Yeah. <laughs> so I need, I need to that, crush that some porpoises. <laughs> they become naughty. They've, I think they've joined. I think they've fallen into a bad uh, in, into a bad company, so to speak. <laughs> Have you ever um, swum with dolphins? I've never. No, my partner, um, my partner has, uh, a part- my partner has, but uh, uh, she's uh, she had a lovely time. But yeah, no, I've never, I've mm. never had the had the pleasure to be honest. I did do it. I think it was about oh, I'm talking like 12, 12 years ago now. Mm. Back in uh, I was in the Bahamas for a holiday, and I swam with some dolphins. And it is the trippiest thing. Um, because they're just like dogs, the way they think and act and react. Yeah. They're very smart creatures. I think in referring them to as dogs is a disservice. They're clearly smarter <laughs> than dogs and better. Yeah. Um, but it was really creepy. Like I laid face down in the sea, right? Face down in the water, spread out. Right. Two dolphins rushed up behind in. me and used, well, they used their noses to like push my feet. And they right. pushed me through the water about like 30 miles an hour to the point that I was standing up, right, riding these two dolphins. <laughs> it sounds like a fever dream. It sounds like Mushin's Swedish story. <laughs> but, like, it, it's insane. I remember being really tripped out by it. And um, just the most amazing creatures. Yeah. But I don't know if I'd swim with them now. No. I know sounds now. Like got, well, it just sounds <laughs> like... They, well, certainly don't do it in Fukui. But it's, it's amazing that uh, you can yeah, sort don't of... Do it for it's quite easy to find them. And they are kicking off. <laughs> I if I've learned one thing from Fukui, it's don't go to Fukui. No. Although to be fair, in Fukui's defence, it's I think it's it's got a reputation for having the most nuclear power stations in all of Japan mm. per prefecture. Okay. Woohoo. Maybe so. that's why all the fucking sea animals are pissed. Yeah. All the tritium in the sea or something. No. But <laughs> nice warm water. <laughs> you for probably them. know. Yeah, they know what's going on. Yeah. Or but one thing Fukui does have going for it is it's got the coolest train station. In all of Japan, and it's the one with the giant animatronic dinosaurs out the front. Right, okay. Which yeah, yeah. we had on Journey Across Japan a few days before I saw you. If you love dinosaurs and you like train stations, get yourself to Fukui. Yeah. Just steer clear of the water, <laughs> for the love of God. Uh, we're back just a moment, guys, with your stories, comments, and questions in the fax machine. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. 
add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters, May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. Mintmobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45 equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. And we're back with the fax machine. What have we got this week from our listeners? Mr. Donaldson. Christopher, he's in the bath, or rather he's in Bath, uh, the English city, Bath. Hello, Christopher and Pete Stiffer. Um, One of my favourite authors is Haruki uh, Murakami. Do either of you have a favourite Murakami book uh, or another particular favourite Japanese author? Chris, any uh, any plans for a Ken Watanabe-style documentary with Haruki Murakami? Uh, Love the pod. Many thanks. Are you going to get up close and personal with Haruki Murakami, Chris? You know, I, I hate to admit that I've never read one of his books, right. and I feel like I should have. Have you read any of his I've stuff? I've read Norwegian Wood, and I've read another yeah. one, and um, I, the, my takeaway was that um, I think he wants to have sex with his mum. <laughs> I, I think, I just, <laughs> I just, it's just a lot of, like, sexy mum stuff in there. I can't remember if it was that one. It was another book, and I was just like, this guy, I think, might want to... <laughs> this guy is oh talking God. about this. Is it Kafka on the show? I can't remember now. But I remember sort of like it was just very like <laughs> I think he wants to <laughs> think he wants after the quake. I think it was after the quake I watched uh, I read. Uh which is very good. But yeah, with that reservation. <laughs> what makes Murakami Hiroki so special? Like, mm. What what is it about his writing? that has given him this kind of status. I, I think he's... well deserved. I, I mean, I think he's just... I think he came around at the right time, I think, uh, in the 70s, where people just wanted different experiences and stuff. And also, he he has so many different styles of, of writing. He's written in crime. He's written in mm. uh, sort of um, fantasy, science fiction, stuff like that. So he's 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 just so bloody versatile. And he's... Uh, yeah, he's... And also, he, he kind of, like, does non-fiction stuff as well. So, yeah, he's just a fucking prolific, excellent writer. He, he, I mean, he is a, extraordinary. He's incredible. But um, but that that was my takeaway from memory. <laughs> <laughs> well, I asked ChatGPT to explain Murakami Haruki in one word, and it said enigmatic. Mm. So I'll roll with that. I'll try, yeah. I should read one of his. I'm just not very good at reading like fiction anymore. I, obviously, I watch a lot of films and TV. I just finished watching Silo, which is pretty good, mm. um, as based on a series of books. But like as somebody who's like into filmmaking, I feel like if I'm gonna consume media, it's probably TV and film, right? Yeah, consume that. But yeah, I don't know. I, I just I have this thing where I can't focus on a book for very long. I've got like I think I've got ADHD or something. I, I, don't know, I really can't focus on it. I would sort it's of say bad. I would sort of say like um, if you're gonna go for one, I think the. Um uh, after the quick is like a few different stories. After so after the quick, mm. it's it's very short anyway. Norwegian one's tiny. Most of his books are quite they're, they're not that long. So if you're going to get involved, after the quick, I think it came out in 2000. Looking at this list, uh, he uh, yeah, it's um, 
it's 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 a good uh, set of short stories, which is very nice, very mm. very snackable. Snackable. He's, he's the he's the TikTok short stories, very much the TikTok of uh, <laughs> <laughs> of books. I don't think he'd be happy if you heard that. No, I wouldn't be. I, uh, maybe I'll download the audiobook. I tend to find like mm. I consume audiobooks better because yeah. I don't have to concentrate on a page. Um, I'll check him out though. I, I really need to. It's overdue. Uh, hello, colourful Chris and picturesque Pete. I was wondering, are things like bowling? Or those axe-throwing bars popular in and around Japan. Also, any chance we will get Quinlan as a guest on the podcast? I enjoy his channel and feel like you'd be a very interesting guest. Keep up the great work, Quinlan. For now. Jason <laughs> Buffalo, New York. I, uh, do you know Quinlan? I'm, Go I'm, north Japan? Do uh, I don't actually. Japan, Quinlan. He's a, I must amazing, have seen a really him, nice guy. He's oh, from yes. Wisconsin. Yeah, right, he lives okay. in Morioka. And he's a lovely guy. He makes content that... Nobody else makes um, climbing mountains most of the time, mm. seeing bears and looking at rivers. It's very relaxing. Um, really nice guy. Check him out if you're into. If you, want to, if you guys want to like explore bits of Japan that nobody else does, yeah, countryside places. Check him out. He's been climbing Mount Fuji recently. Off um, outside of season, he's been taking folks up, and I think he took a guy who was blind up Mount Fuji. Oh wow! So. No, You've got not. no excuses, Pete. No, you get well, yourself up Mount Fuji. Well, he's sort of like he just seems to be. Um, he just seems to be uh, like he, he's, he's definitely got the right clothing for it. I'm just looking at his Instagram. He's, <laughs> he he must have all of the kit uh, to get up stuff. I bet he's uh, defended himself uh, against a bear before. <laughs> you bet he has, and he's yeah. disgustingly fit. Yeah, he's very annoying. You can like wrap him out, and he he's been up. There's a two thousand meter mountain over by Morioka called Mount Iwate. Mm. And he's run up it, I think, a hundred times. Well, not run up it, but he goes up it, like, every other day. Right. It's like, how can you do this? How have you got legs still? Like, honestly. <laughs> God, he's, man. He's getting um, a lot out of life. <clears throat> he's getting a lot out of life. Um, bowling, it does exist. I hate bowling. I did go at school a few times when I was a teacher. Axe throwing, I don't think that's taken off. I did do axe throwing in Montreal, and right. it's phenomenally dangerous. I threw an axe, it bounced <laughs> off the wall... And nearly took my head off. I had to, like, duck in the nick of time. Otherwise, it would have been abroad without a fucking head. Uh, it's, it's really... St- Why is this a thing, throwing axes? Why do people want to throw an axe, Pete? Well, I think... Is I it think, rage? I think the... Um, I, I think with... Um, uh, the only time I've ever done axe throwing was at a, um, a stag do quite early in the morning. Um, and <laughs> someone's... The, the, the stag's dad... Uh, was unbelievably good at it. <laughs> like, frighteningly, worry. yeah, worryingly good at it. Like, really, <laughs> like, check his, check his, um, you know, small holding farm for bodies kind of good <laughs> at it. You know, it, just, it was, it was a bit creepy, to be honest. But, uh, yeah, um, it, it's fun. Um, I'm not very good at it, so I don't think I've murdered anyone. So, yeah, it's, it's, it's I don't know why it's become very popular. It's just something, it's cheap. It's something to do. It is cheap. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, the one I went to, it's just like somebody's house with a crappy wall. Yeah. And he just gives you an axe. He's like, go on then. <laughs> you just throw it against the fucking wall. It's not a sport. It's nothing to it. It's just someone that hates their wall. Yeah. And I just, just don't get it. But each to their own. Each to their own. Uh, we've got one last one from Ashley from California. He says, hello, Crustaceous Chris and Paleozoic Pete. My husband and I are planning our first trip to Japan in October. We like dinosaurs. No fucking way. And we could, <laughs> I didn't. I, I honestly didn't know this was coming up. Uh, and we're considering making a detour to the Fukui Prefectural Dinosaur Museum on our way from Kanazawa to Kyoto. Have you been? Is it worth it? Are there any dinosaur-themed attractions worth checking out in Japan? Have a T-Rex-rific day, Ashley from <laughs> California. Well, Ashley, this is very lucky. Because while I haven't been to the Dinosaur Museum, 
I've been to the train station. Oh. Go to the train station. Go there. Have your ride. I think to Fukui there's a bullet train these days. And you can go there and you can ride the dinosaurs, ride the massive Diplodocus <laughs> at the front and live happily ever after. I hear the Dinosaur Museum's good though. I think it was the Fukui... I didn't really explain why there's dinosaurs at this station. It might just seem a bit random. Uh, basically, Fukui dug up the first fossils right, of, of okay. dinosaurs in Japan, yeah. I think. Okay. So Fukui is known as Dinosaur Land and clearly murderous animal land. Oh, it's just <laughs> the most dangerous place in Japan. Squids, <laughs> dolphins, monkeys, dinosaurs. Get yourself down to Fukui. Keep the stories, questions, comments coming in, guys, to Podcast at gmail.com. We'll be back later in the week to do all over again. But for now, no matter where you might be, out there in the big wide world, have yourself a great few days. Check out the Abroad in Japan book somewhere online. Don't get the breastfeeding edition. And we'll see you right back here to do it all over again. Bye for now. Have a good one. Abroad in Japan is a stack production and part of the Acast Creator Network. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Mom deserves better than a drugstore card. This Mother's Day, surprise her with a truly special personalized card from Moonpig. Add your favorite photos, a heartfelt message, and we'll even mail it for you the same day, all for just $5. From mom to grandma, we have something to celebrate every mom in your life. Every mom deserves a Moonpig card. Get 50% off your first card at Moonpig.com. Moonpig.com